Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Are we at Greece? <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Uh, my name is Richard. Welcome along again to another podcast. Uh, with me is my specially selected crack panel of experts. And speaking of cracks, we have Mr. B. Hey. Speaking hello. of experts, we have Gruben. Hey, that's a lie. And we also have shovels. Just speaking. Just speaking <laughs> of shovels. Uh, Today is a Gruben special, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I will now hand myself over, not myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for later. <laughs> I'll hand you over to him. Uh, hello everybody. Right, um, we're heading to Germany in this beer cast. Uh, we're doing Schwarzbier. We are. German black beers. Uh, so let's kick off with a Munchhof Schwarzbier from the Kuhnbacher Brewery. Craig is doing the honours. Mr. B's on opening duty tonight. Uh, we can't have a German-themed podcast without Shovels is German. Go. Yeah, if you come again, best in some bad, bitte. <laughs> yes. Covered. Does this also come in 12 inches? What's that? <laughs> uh, right, so this is... We actually, we're not all German. We have German styles, but half of these beers are actually American. That's, that's true, actually. Yeah, we've got half German and half American. We're starting off with the German, guys. Uh, this chap here is uh, the Munchsof, uh, which means monastery. Uh, which is a reference to the monks who were original brewers of this uh, back in the day. And they founded the brewery, the Kuhnbach. I'm just going to turn off my heating because it's making a noise. It's yeah, and it's really hot. What, so what, what day was that? Um, I don't know. Oops. Uh, 1895. Yeah. The brewery was founded. Right, uh, Schwarzbeers. Uh, I must make a distinction at this point from the British style of porters and stouts. Because this beer is, it's not as, it uses lager yeast, not ale yeast. Yeah. So it's a, it's more of a black lager than a than a port or a stout. Yeah, it smells like lager, like mm. uh, very malty. And you get your dark colour from um, uh, your dark malts in the brewing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not black though, is it? It's got that nice it's kind of red. Black. No, it shouldn't be be black. It should be kind of ready if you hold up to the light. Yeah. Oh, by heck, that's pretty good. A little bit of smoke, but not too much. Yeah, this is, one, this is supposed to be a classic example of the form. Oh, it smells lovely. Yeah. yeah. Four stars from uh, Mr. Michael Jackson. Huh? Not that one. <laughs> it's a shame that you've got to go not that one when you mentioned his name. Indeed. Poor guy, he's lived in the shadow for so long. <laughs> the white gloved man. Although they're both no longer with us, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So, what do we think, chaps? I think that's lovely. Very nice. Let's be at least. I think that's lovely. Yeah, I do like it. Actually. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a big fan of these types of beers, and uh, thanks to Beercast, I haven't really drunk them in the last three years. I've been obsessed with other things. Obsessed with help props, but um, no, but, I love this. But I've always been a big fan of dark Budvar and dark yeah, like mm. kind of dark Czech beers that you get much more readily in bars than a dark German beer. Apparently, this is known locally as the Black Pills. Because yeah. it's, um, it's yeah. usually they're not as dry as this. Yeah. Uh, but this is a especially drinkable one. So, so I, yeah, apparently it goes very well with the meaty regional specialities of Kulmbach in Germany. Sausages. Sausages. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of these uh, dark beers are designed to be eaten with food, actually. Mm. Drunk with food, I should say. Uh, so I should have brought some uh, rye bread and sauerkraut. Right. You keep saying food, just a bunch of sausages. So. <laughs> <laughs> or sausages. Sausages. <laughs> It's got a lovely smoky aroma and it. it carries on into the taste. It's really nice. Very malty. It's quite bitter, yeah. There's no real sweetness. A little bit of sweetness maybe at the end, but... Yeah. I think that's why I like it. 
faint, faint caramel hint at the end as well. Mm. Very faint after the smoke. Helps the mouth taste. Oh. Uh, das mouth charts. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes. It tastes almost like a porter, which I think is why I like it. But it's a bit thinner than a porter. It's not. It's a bit late. It's four point nine percent. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. It's quite. It's, it's almost a session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would know it's a a German lager mm-hmm. flavour. Mm. You wouldn't get confused with the porter. No. It's a good good beer to drink at this time of year when it's getting darker and colder and Yep. Yeah. But it's not yet completely miserable. Yeah. Like ten percent console yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Blot it out. <laughs> Scottish though. Dunk it out, dunk it out bed. <laughs> Chocolate stout and, and let the day wash over you. Crawl to the fridge and then <laughs> crawl back to the bedroom. Oh, yeah. that's, well, that's next week. <laughs> he is. Well, the, the Kulmbach Brewery apparently are really big in Germany. Um, I didn't really heard of them before, but apparently the uh, in 2002 their beverage production exceeded 3 million hectares. Whatever that is. That's a lot of hectares. So the, yeah, they really started hitting big in the 1980s. Uh, and they started blasting beers into the East German market. So this is one of their top sellers. The East Germans prefer a darker, grittier kind of beer to like mm, presume the weak-loving Westerns. <laughs> it's a big rimmer over there. So, so, I, so I'm told. Goes quite well with the aftertaste of sushi that I just had when I got <laughs> <laughs> Wasabi, yeah. It's actually quite good. I think the final beer we're going to have tonight will go very well with sushi, but we'll, we'll come on to that mm, Yeah, later. I, I, I'm, I'm anticipating that. We'll get to that. Uh, so what 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 made you pick Schwartz beers? Did you see a few of these on the shelves, or did you? Yeah, well, I was I was wanting to. I felt I hadn't pulled my weight in the beer cast for a while, so well, I had to. <laughs> there are certain panelists who haven't pulled their weight yet. Usurping <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 me, <laughs> mentioning their names. Yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to do a kind of style, and I figured Schwartz beers aren't particularly well known in the UK, so no. I thought we'd have a go. Uh, I picked up a couple of American ones last time I was in London, so mm-hmm. uh, I thought I'd go down, go down that route, got hold of it. I'd actually send off for these guys because they're very difficult to get, apart from Stritzer, is that the one? Well, yes. Which we, is all over the place. We've already had it. We have, yeah. That's the, the, the market-leading Schwartz beer is Kostreitzer yeah. Schwartz beer, which we had on the beer cast in 20, number 25. Way, way back. In 2008. Yeah. Skips the front of the tongue, goes right to the back, shovels. <laughs> seven and a half. Sound good beer. <laughs> he, hasn't changed, he hasn't changed in two years. Same old nonsense. Sugary molasses taste. It takes a while to get used to it. Richard, seven. Well, I had to give it seven. <laughs> yeah. For such a dark beer, it's really light on the palate. Seven, Grieben. Oh. Uh, too sweet and a taste of bum, Mr. Big. <laughs> he hasn't changed. No, he didn't say that. No, he wasn't there. It was just the, just the three of us. So. But I have said that before. <laughs> yeah, no yeah Kostreitzer is by far the largest selling Schwartz beer in Germany and therefore the world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not not a beer you see in the UK that often. I prefer this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just, I do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm most pleased by this. Actually. So yeah. more than a seven, I'm guessing. Then. Yeah. So, so <laughs> what, what is it? So memorize the label because my problem with German beers is they all kind of look similar. They've all got German names and words on them, unsurprisingly. So I never know what they are. But the brewery remember them. The right, brewery is Kolmbacher. Kolmbacher. Which doesn't actually say that on the front. It says Kolmbachs on it. Well, that's probably, yeah. And then it says another fishies word. Arty fishies. It's the, monk, the Monkshof. 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 Because the, um, the, the beer shop in Musselburgh actually has a fantastic section of German beer. Oh. Ah. I might have a wee look there. Ah, it's a good one. Yeah. 
do we, do we get any hops out of this or is it mostly kind of molten kind of chocolatey it just tastes like chocolate in the aftertaste there's a very nice kind of chocolate bitterness which I think is yeah. tremendous mm, yeah I found out that Comeback two facts about Comeback it has the largest museum of tin soldiers in the world how does he dig this up um, <laughs> I was getting knowledge anyway and it's a twin with Kilmarnock <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Sorry, which one back. I'd rather visit. <laughs> Another home of great uh, dark wheat beer, Kilmarnock, <laughs> yeah. in uh, Northern Asia. Well, maybe we could score that because we've, we've got through it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, should have got two of those. Yeah, no, you, you should have. That's that's the rookie mistake on the beer cast is never buying enough of these specialist beers. I hear the next one's rubbish, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> the next beer cast. <laughs> it could be. Uh, right. Who should go first? No, it must be. All right, go. Um, that's a good solid eight, that is. It's right, right tasty. Right tasty. What's so. eight in German? Acht. Acht. Eight for me. Is that right? That's good. Did you just say, what's eight in German? Acht. Eight. Acht eight. Chili. Acht eight. Who else? Spaten. Gensi gerade aus. Es ist auf der rechten Seite. Ist das ein Bier, das? I'll give that an eight as well. Very nice. I think I'll, if I find that, I'll drink that again. Yeah, me too. It's well, I mean, me too, and I'll buy it and drink it again. I mean, I love porters. You know this, um, and that's very, very nice, very drinkable. I'm gonna give that a nine. Wow, my! Wow. I think that's fantastic. That's one of the nicest yeah, beers yeah. I've had for a long time. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Well done, Mr. Krubin. That was a lucky break. <laughs> Let's hope it's uphill from here. Apparently the next one's Bobbins. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, that was our first That was our first Schwartz beer. That was uh, Kulmbacher Munkhoff Schwartz beer. <laughs> okay, I can't speak German. 4.9%. And when we come back, we'll have our second Schwartz beer. See you soon. Oh, that's lovely. There you go. I'm doing my links properly. It's a bit late jacket on here. Shrimp-like is a taste. For this. Hello, welcome back. This is our second Schwarzbeer. And it is... Oh, don't look at me. It's Hummelbrau Cowboy Schwarzbeer from the Brauerei Hummel Merkendorf. Das Cowboy. Das Cowboy. I'm sure German for Cowboy is. What's German for Cowboy? Das Cowboy. Das Cowboy. That's, that's heavy, heavy fella. Derek Cowboyan. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Grubin said he was doing the uh, research for this, but I had a look too, and I could find nothing about this. Yeah, it's very little on the... I think, from what I can work out, this comes from a brew pub somewhere in uh, the Bamberg. upper Franconian district of Bamberg, in a little town, a population of 9,000. It certainly isn't as dark as the other one. Yeah, well, this has been a criticism I actually saw, and I think it was Rake Beer, say it's not a proper Schwarz beer because you can see through it. It's brown. Uh, so it's more of a kind of brown ale, maybe. We'll see in a minute. Well, what other beer do we know that comes from Bamberg that comes in bottles that are the same as that? Thank you, sir. Um... Oh, oh yes, okay. The, the sausage beer. The schmuck beer, yeah. The rash beer. Can I have a read of the label? Schenkula. We could try. Yeah, being German, you take Bamberg, despite me in small places, like 10 breweries. Uh, so let's have a little smell. sniff of a... It smells different. It's not smoky. The taste of... Mole brown? It, it smells of bit. The taste of nothing. Oh, it's got a kind of leathery smell to it. It's Belgian. Where's our flavour? Oh. 
Where's our flavour wheel? Here we go. We need to start banning other, more than just talking about top of the mouth or tongue and include tastes of that weird Belgian thing that Belgian beers have. Probably the yeast they use. <laughs> Belgian sugar. Either that or the yeast. One day I'll actually do some research and find out. It's quite a nice, I know it's, it's, it's more see-through than the other one, but it's the kind of nice colour of Coca-Cola. Almost. Is it mere? Yeah. Does it taste of anything? No, it does actually. Yeah, nice. I quite like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, but I, I like the multi-German... Oh, it's very watery, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's a guzzler, that one. Yeah. Apparently, aroma of subdued toasted malts, light caramel and herbal hops. But if I was to ask you which one of these two beers is the strongest, which one would you say? This one. I realise it would be a trick question than saying this one. Then you'd be correct. You're a smart ass. Not 0.1% more. It's only slightly stronger, yeah. but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the other one where you start off with a kind of dark kind of taste and then you got the smoke and the, the nice stuff. This one just disappears straight away. It's very thin. It's incredible. Yeah. It, but the malt stays forever in your mouth. Mm. Yeah. Good luck with that in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I saw it, it was some incredibly scathing reviews on rate beer. It's like seven percent. Um, a lot of people really don't like it, but I, I don't see why they're so up against it really because it's not particularly. Offensive. It's not particularly offensive, and it's not particularly great. It's just drinkable. It smells like stewed tea. You know, when you have tea in the teapot for ages. I think I'd, drug, I'd struggle to drink a whole one. Yeah, the, it's the wateriness really nice compared to the the personality of the last beer. It's the, it's the I think I could drink a whole one, but it would only last about a minute because it's just. Like nothing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure why it's a Schwarz beer, considering the fact it's not black at all, and it doesn't have the roasty, malty coffee yeah. that you expect. Yeah, there's no roast. It's just very bitter. But it's a yeah. dark beer. Oh, hello. Good evening. That would be very dark. I didn't eat enough sushi. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not. Um, no, it's still a darker. Lager based beer, so that would be a Schwarz beer, whether it mm-hmm. is smoky or not. Well, Theoretically speaking, theoretic, like, that, it's not, doesn't necessarily mean a porter style smoky beer, does it? No. From the ones I've had in practice, I mean, it means like a, dar- a darker lager style beer. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that, I mean, very similar to Schwarz beers are Dunkels. Yeah. But Dunkels are a bit, bit maltier and a bit richer and a bit smoother. A bit more horrible. <laughs> Depending on your point of view, yeah, they're, they're much a bit kind of. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not as rich. Yeah, and Schwarz beers aren't as rich as Schwarz Schwarz beers are designed to have have a couple, right? Yeah, more, yeah. more of a session. And then you've got the box, which is on top, sorry. Right. Uh, which is the, the more intense, kind of more alcoholic, stronger, more oomphier things. Um, which I guess is why these are sometimes called black pilsners, because they're the, the, the sip, yeah. suppers of the... I think my only reference is going to Prague and drinking a lot of this still. And they were all different, but they were all that colour. Mm. And they all, some of them were... Lambicky, quite bitter, mm. vinegary. Some of them were light, and some of them were smoky. And yeah, we, we were talking before, sorry, about um, Pivo or Pivney in York, and they have the uh, pilsners there from Bernard, and they do a dark pilsner which tastes very similar to this, which is kind of mm. what you're talking about, the kind of yeah. session pilsners. What do you think, shovels? Sorry, I'm stealing off on there. I think I kind of agree with Craig. It's just bit watery, disappears, but there's a there's an aftertaste. There is an aftertaste of what it is. See the hops or yeast. Is it taste of cowboy? How many cowboys have you tasted? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the uh, cowboy on the label looks like other Craig? <laughs> he's he's kind of bareback riding and doing a kind of Popeye. Look at, not the Craig does that, but 
Right. I've seen him do it before. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have a tattoo on his arm. No, sure. Which is a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as Craig listens to our podcast. Well, I have here uh, the beer flavour wheel. Right. Which, uh, obviously, people who know about beer who listen to this, and I'm sure there are many, will know all about this. Um, invented in 1975, it breaks the beer down into all the odours and all the tastes. Everything from the nice fruits up to the horrible shrimps. So does this mean that this taste here has to smell and, and have that aroma? Yeah, yeah it's so a break, it's initial, it's, Your initial thought is sulphur and then you break it down to garlic. If you're a professional taster. Yeah. I'll, I'll put we a, still stay with sulphur. Sulphur, yeah. Or rotten eggs. I'll, I'll put a picture of this up on the pod. If you, you can have a look. If you've got a video iPod, you can see what we're staring at. If you don't, then this is kind of pointless. So where's bum? <laughs> There's no bum on here. There's no bum on here. Catty, that's there. It's, there's mouldy. Mouldy. The bad the badons are like in this bit. Uh, and as Grubin was reading before, when they do proper beer tastings, they taste the beer at 8 degrees centigrade in a red-lit room. Red-lit? Why, yeah. why red? It doesn't say, but I'm guessing because it, it stops you interfering with sight and other, other senses that might influence your taste, I'm assuming. That's surely taking things too far. But they, they also mm-hmm. drink out of black glasses, so they can't see black what glasses, color it is. Yeah. So yeah. I don't so know what the red room's about. I think it's kinky. Maybe. Maybe it, they do it naked. Maybe the red just makes everything look red, so when you suck in it, it still looks red. Yeah, it's, they kind of take away anything apart from the taste. This is the latest issue of beer that we're reading here. Um, there's a good thing here. It says uh, large breweries like Heineken have been known to brew their flagship brands in several batches then use trained testers to blend them together to help iron out inconsistencies and hedge their bets. Kind of interesting. The beer still doesn't taste yeah, like it doesn't taste No, it doesn't, but I mean, it tastes the same, and that's the point with those beers, isn't it? Yeah, you, you get what you get. So uh, when, you, when you open a can of Heineken, not that I do very often, but you expect it's like one brew from a, in the can, but of course it's like milk. It's just millions and millions of stuff all mixed together. And when I was young, I used to think that a bottle of milk came out of one cow. They put the, the milk bottle under the cow and it would come out. But of course, it goes into big vats, and then they put still a good thing, right? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> you just ruined it. It's, it's shattered his illusions. Oh, well, it's not going to Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, well, that's eight minutes, so maybe we should sum up Humblebrow Cowboy Schwarz beer and uh, do some scores. Mr. B, what's your overall impression? Um, um, oh, there's the pop from the keyboard. Oh, never yeah, failed. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's all right. It's just kind of not unpleasant. Could drink quite a lot, bit of a guzzler, but it doesn't. Won't remember it ever, even tomorrow probably. So six. Yeah, the same. But I think five because it just there's nothing I can say about it at all, good or bad. Maybe I'll change mine to five. That's more in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. I got confused. Well, you don't <laughs> score out of twelve. Yeah, no. Well, I do. I'm going to keep my consistency going and give it a five as well because I would I would drink it again if somebody bought it for me. I thought you yeah. had this new tasting did, scale. If it was five, you wouldn't drink it again. No, five, five's borderline. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think this is less than borderline, so I'm going to give it four. It's, there's something about it that I find quite unpleasant, um, in, a, in a way that would stop me drinking it in a session basis, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's something sneaky, kind of, I don't know, rubbish about it. Yeah, and certainly compared to the last one, uh, it's night, night and day in terms of black. Or like gloomy and, and gloomy and it's like night and day in Iceland like in winter. Five o'clock in the winter and two AM. Well three o'clock in the winter now. Yeah. yeah. Bloody clocks. Um 
Right, that was our second beer. That was Hummelbrau Cowboy Schwarz beer. And when you join us after the break, we're going to have the first of two American variants on the German theme. See you soon. <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on my links. That's, that's like my... Right. You're doing all right. Remember the train cast when I was like... Hello, welcome on board. Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> it's like, the train is now leaving the station. All aboard. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way to finish the podcast. Really? Uh, Shrimp-like is a taste. Uh, hello and welcome back to our third Schwarzbier. Is it Schwarzbier? Schwarzbier? Schwarz? I don't know how you pronounce it, no. Schwarzbier. Schwarz, <laughs> Schwarzbier. Which is? Uh, black. Black. No, what's our third beer? It's <laughs> 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 almost uh, like we rehearsed that. Right, it's a Saranac Black Forest from all the week from the US of A. Right, this is one of the few remaining great American regional breweries. Matt Brewing Company has prospered at the foothills of the Adirondack Mountains in central New York for over a century. Adirondacks. 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 So, uh, yeah, these guys have a good history for these chaps. It's all new to me. Um, and this is their Bavarian black beer with distinctive caramel malt sweetness and a rich creamy head. There's no head on that one. Ah, <laughs> there ain't no creamy head on that. Choice. You know uh, uh, nice work. That's that's. Well, <laughs> it just lasts about ten it, seconds. It's it? head. <laughs> right, so that's a lie about the head. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, what, this is a, an American go. Uh, uh, this particular beer style. Well, it specifies Bavarian beer style. It looks more red to me mm. when you look through. I can smell it when you, you can't smell it from far away, but if you stick your nose right in it, then it smells hot. Nice. Yeah. You've got uh, Mount Hood and Hallertower hops. Hallertower hops. One of the nobles. Yeah, it's got this nice aroma to it. Also, two types of, two types of malt. It's very subtle. That's like black currency taste. It smells like blackcurrant. It's got a kind of Ribena smell to it. Halitone. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's different. Or is it the other one? Can't I can't smell much. It's very deep. Nose is shit. <laughs> I've got a shit. You get the blackcurrant after yeah. taste? Oh, yeah. It's a really fruity flavour. Mm. Well, that's quite nice. That's hops. Well, it doesn't have a rich, creamy head. I think we no, can establish I think that's that. Maybe, maybe on tap, but not, not in this <coughs> particular bottle. Caramel malt sweetness, anybody? Not bad caramel. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we, we, we see caramel as a bad thing because of our... Tradition with drinking 80s yeah. and syrupy, cloying scotch beers, scotch-style beers, but caramel can be good. It's not just the other C word. Big molasses notes, a hint of sour cherry and burnt anise flavour in the finish. Anyone? Mm. Maybe. Cherry. Sour cherries. Cherry, is that what I'm getting? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's too sweet for that. Maybe you know what it tastes like? It tastes like a Black Forest Gatto. Mm. Is that why it's called Black Forest? It could be, yeah. They put, they put cake in it. doesn't actually specifically say that on the website, but okay, it might be. It tastes very familiar. Mm. Did you have it last night? No, well, I did, but no, I didn't have it. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, apparently, this brewery was uh, founded in 1885 by a German-born immigrant who had a promising career at the famous Duke of Baden Brewery in the Black Forest region of Germany. So uh, they have a good history here. Um, it tastes like an anchor Christmas special. Oh, I suppose it does. A little no. bit. No, it does. I don't know, but... Uh, no. No, I don't uh, say it tastes like a specific one, but it could be an anchor Christmas special. Oh, okay. You reckon? Yeah. It's it's quite thin for that 
But I know mm. what you mean. It does have the kind of vaguely juniper fruity kind of yeah. cherry-ish taste. And no, it just, it tasted familiar and I couldn't figure out where I was in its that. But I didn't say it tasted off one in particular. But Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, our, our correspondent to the right, Mr. B, is heading to Germany only next week. No, you're not. Yeah, Monday. Six so. o'clock in the fucking morning. Via <laughs> <laughs> Paris. So maybe you'll be able to get yourself some Schwarz beers when you go. Yes, up. I will get myself yeah, some Schwarz beers. Get some of those, <laughs> <and> we'll take <laughs> some of those. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bearing in mind, I'm going to offer you a free, as yet unreleased Hefeweizen. There will be plenty of cowboy Schwarz beers going around in the Oh, no, right. I'm, 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 I would normally just take carry-on luggage, but mm. um, no, not going to Germany. It's like a suitcase. Yeah. And it's a suitcase. Empty yeah, suitcase. 20 kilos worth of that. 20 beer. I don't know what kind of beer they have in Berlin, because the Schwarz beers come from, what, Frank, Franconia, is it? Yeah, Franconia, Bavaria. So, I'm sure there's different kind of beers in Berlin, but... I know nothing about Germany. No. no. I think there's something about a war. So there was a war there, yes. Don't know. Um, you uh, don't have to go to Paris to get there, but you appear to be. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Um, well, I'd like a week in Berlin. That sounds pretty good. Oh, mm. It will be pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, I'll be learning lots of Microsoft things. But uh, that's In German? No. In European. <laughs> European language. You can ask them, what the F, the, <laughs> ask them what the F act button does. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> act. <laughs> F act. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, the Matt's Brewing Company are based in Utica, and I have a fact, which Shovels is now reading off my computer, very rudely. Uh, well, it's, the, it's there. Utica was one of the largest Welsh communities in America in the 1830s. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, because they, they went over there after a series of poor harvests in the late 18th century and introduced dairy farming into New York State, and soon it became the largest Welsh-American centre in the country. There you go. You don't really hear of Welsh-Americans, do you? Not anymore. Irish Americans. Yeah. The Scots went to uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be Welsh. No. Are they a deer and ducks? Are they kind of as you go further into the mountains? Are they like the places where they all live in huts and? Yeah, stuff? it's very. Um, Is that kind of like rural. that Winter's Bone film, that kind of stuff? You didn't see that film, did you? I, <laughs> my stunned silence says no. <laughs> I, have a, I have a sneaky feeling that's this. this yeah, yeah. Thing. No, I know about the Adaran. The, those mountains they're very yeah the people who live there are very very poor yeah it's kind um, of yeah nothing's changed for a hundred years right? yeah I'm sure it's nice but yeah hey ho um, see if you look at that in the light like the kind of colour and the clearness and the taste and the sweetness and the fruit if you kind of froze that into a cube it would be like a foxy's glacier fruit <laughs> <laughs> Take a bit of freezing, considering it's or, or, or gelatin or something. You know, but that that I'm getting like a, a layer <clears throat> of sweetness on your tongue, which is like when you suck a Fox's glacier that fruit. That might be the caramel syrup, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a syrupy sweetness. Yeah, it's very caramel. Is there syrup in it? Yeah, caramel oh, syrup. There's something. You know that, what? I'm starting to get your anchor Christmas. See, I told you going on. I just got a hit of it there. <laughs> yeah, I am stupid, but not. Not all the time. I'm guessing when you keep It'll be less than a month until the Anchor 10 appears in our local beer shops. Yeah, I've lost all the excitement for that stuff. No, well, 
if you're, if you're new to the beer cast, uh, oh hello by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome aboard. Uh, actually, I looked at our iTunes popularity the other week, and it had gone up to two. So, uh, two. What, does that, what does that mean? I don't know, but it means <laughs> listeners. It's, it's more two people. <laughs> two <laughs> <listeners>. <laughs> uh, but we're based in Edinburgh in Scotland, so hello if you're elsewhere. Um, but we started off uh, three years ago, four years ago now almost. And one of the first beers we had was Anchor Special 2006, and it just blew us away. It was such an amazing beer, and it was our first beer of the year. Uh, and until then, well, sorry, after that, um, the beers just haven't really lived up to that high billing. But no. as we said before, that may have been A, because it was so good, or B, because we were just taken aback by the style. But we try them every year, and we'll be trying Anchor 10 in our Christmas special. Oh, yes. Last year had six beers in it, so maybe we'll have to have seven. <laughs> keep, it, keep it coming. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Shovel, so would you like a would like more? Sar- Saranac Black Forest? Um, yeah, I, I quite like it. I don't normally approve of added sweetness, but um, I think it's quite a nice balance of sweetness and the the hoppy. How, how does it differ to the German styles we just had, German types? Um, sweeter and more hops. Definitely more hops. Mm. Yeah. Fewer hops than the other one. For the American yeah. market? Yeah, American, yeah, they've got to have hops. Sweet tea? Yeah. More Foxy's Glacier Fruit. <laughs> yeah. I like it, it's nice. <laughs> An excellent judgment, sir. <laughs> well, that's eight minutes, so uh, should we score Saranac Black Forest, and then we can devote some time to our, our final beer, or maybe with a bonus beer at the end? Okay. I like it, it's nice, seven. I like it, it's nice, seven. <laughs> You two are going to mirror each other's scores, or not? <laughs> yeah. I think I've done the same as well, because that's the score I had in mind. So, seven from me as well. <laughs> Apologies, but it's I, it's not a fix. It's not a fix, no, because uh, I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't... Yeah. We're, go, uh, we're going with a 6.5 here? What are you, t- what are you going to type? Yes, I am. You were hovering over the six. I was, six and a half. It's good. It's, I, I, wasn't, I was going to give it a seven, but the sweetness gets a bit too much. Maybe. Um, actually, you know what? I liked it better before you said there was caramel syrup in it, and that kind of put me off. I, that took me aback a little bit there, because you don't expect it. Mm. But I, I think it, it's wor- it it's works under the circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> under the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in your mouth? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a bit going into my mouth. <laughs> under the circumstances of hiding it under the sofa. <laughs> it's not no, 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 no. Oh, I'm glad I'm not. That's not. I've not said the most stupid thing. Okay, so that was our third beer, Saranac Black Forest. And when you join us in a minute, we'll have our final Schwarz beer of the night. Shrimp-like is a taste. Well, welcome back to our Schwarz beer beer cast special, uh, beer cast number fifty-three. 53. 50, yeah. can you believe it? And our final Schwarz beer of the evening is? It's a Morimoto Black Obi Sober Ale from Rogue Ales in Oregon, USA. So this. I've been looking forward to having this for about three months ever since I picked it up in London. Thanks for giving out the soy sauce. It does look Yeah, this is Rogue Ales from Oregon, who I'd never heard of until I started researching this beer. But they do a mind-boggling a range of beers. Mm. Apparently, they've brewed sixty beers in their life. Time as a brewery since nineteen eighty-eight. Sixty. Sixty beers. Oh so uh, this is a, their black version, a richer version of their Soba Ale. Uh, specialty malts, a special blend of hops to give it a fuller, nutty flavour, and it also does have Soba in it. Ah, uh, okay. 
Right. Had, actual buckwheat noodles. Buckwheat in noodles mm-hmm. involved in the process. Uh, it's called this because it's dedicated to Fred Kaufman, uh, which is Rogue's distributor in Japan for the past decade. Mm. He's an international rogue, apparently. Not me all. And uh, lives in Sapporo in uh, ah, Sapporo. Uh, Hokkaido, northern Japan. <laughs> you got the pouring. Anyway, Mr. B is sat at the end of the table on his own and he's doing the pouring in a very kind of uh, lush kind of <laughs> lush yeah. you know like the, the man at the end of the bar going hey, yeah, yeah. have it have some more son lush <laughs> yeah well indeed you glad you didn't see that listeners yeah so can we can we sniff or taste the noodles you know what it smells like an American beer oh it smells yeah. like um, tastes I'm not I'd I'd say it smells like um, there's three hops in here there's there's an an a, a prize like if that. you guess what they are Pacific Jade? One of the Imperial Portage. Or is it chocolates? No. It's got like a kind of baked bean slash bacon kind of smell. It smells like a fried breakfast. No, it doesn't. Yep. Doesn't taste like. Ooh. It's quite earthy. Tastes odd. Um, Three hops. Got two I haven't heard of. It's got Cascade in it. Mm. Being from Oregon, you almost expect that. Ooh. There's an earthy taste to it. What what are the other ones? Horizon Sterling. Yeah. Sterling hops. Don't know what that one is. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's one. good because it's kind of it's almost sherry-like, but there's, there's a bit of as you say earth in there as well. They also use their own yeast, which is called Pac-Man. It's a bit like there's a bit of a grassy taste in there. Very yeah, it's very earthy, grassy, and a bit of wet red wine as well. It's quite complex. Certainly, the most complicated beer we've had. Yeah, it's not a strong beer. Five percent. By the way, they say that water is free range. Free range water, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not been herded in, <laughs> herded in one of those pesky rivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all. I really like the sound of these real gales, guys. Um, yeah. Started off as a brew pub. Now they've got, uh, they've got two or three now, uh, all over Oregon. So uh, it sounds like they're, they're a pretty cool bunch of guys. Yeah. It's a very big bottle. Do you think you could drink all of that bottle? I, th- I think I'd be too busy sipping this one trying to un- understand what's in it. Was oh, it six, six fifty? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it smell like kind of teriyaki? I can't. Soy. Yeah, I, I can't get that smell. It's, mm. I don't know. Soy sauce. Yeah. Well, it's got. It's not soy sauce, but it's this. It does have soy sauce type smell, but it's more like teriyaki. It's edamame. That's not edamame. Something. Yeah. This is me. Well, we, we, before we recorded this, we all went out for sushi, and this would go really well. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, <coughs> root beers, and they really try and brew their beers to go with food mm. so they've got quite a lot of uh, consultants to that effect it's weird I don't, it doesn't have soy in it there's nothing on it passing the bottle around I actually uh, I, I took the liberty of looking up the top ranked Schwarz beers on Rate Beer and the number one ranked Schwarz beer is Chateau Rouge Dertois Black Lager brewed by Rogue Ales ah. yeah. I don't know if this would Technically, they don't call it Schwarz, but I, I reckon it is because it's a, yeah. it's a black ale. Black Number two is Sprecher Black Bavarian from Sprecher in Wisconsin, which is a comebacker. Yeah, come Number three, Port Brewing Company Midnight Sessions Lager. Number four, Garrison Black Lager. Number five, Avery Anniversary 17, all American. You have to go down to 25th to find the first German Schwarz beer, which is Kumbacher Munchkoff. That may be because of the amount of people that use rate beer. Yes, I was going to say, it's very biased towards American mm. beer reviewers and American beers, which is fair enough. Well, um, also, there's so many breweries in America. Is there any beer yeah. style you pick, somebody's yeah. going to have a crack at it. Absolutely. So. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's quite interesting. As you say, every taste is different. It's mm. um, yeah. It does say it has a rich nut-laced flavour. Uh, then we get some nuts out of this. I must, I must say that it's, it's got an American beer yeah. taste to it. It's got, a, a, it's like a similar beer platform to the last one. Um, like the same base beer, just kind of. Yeah, I mean, you can really, mm. you can see the difference between the European beer and the American beer. Yeah, American beer is both quite similar. Very different. <clears throat> These two are quite similar. Yeah. It's all in the hops. I love that aftertaste because it's, when you're first on the palate, it's got that really kind of dark, strong, uh, sherryish taste. It's going to be like an imperial. And then that all goes very quickly and you get the nice roast. It doesn't ramp up because it's only 5%. Yeah. It's interesting. That's nice. I don't get sober. Like uh, now I, I'm not sure if it's because it's this is a darker one with more maltiness. Maybe the original sober ale would uh, would put it through more, but it would taste it was it would be a wheaty overtone for a sober. Yeah, which I don't get at all. But is, is there no mention of the soy taste there? No, it's not mentioned anywhere the on the website. Not no. I don't think it's necessarily what they're going for. Maybe that's what it smells like. I mean, obviously now you've put ideas into my head, but it does smell as if when you get like a kind of those egg noodles and you put soy sauce on it. Yeah. It's got that kind it does, of smell. It, it's got a soy kind of thing going on. It does, yeah. But I wonder if it's just maybe a little bit added for flavouring or colour or something. Maybe. Mm. Uh, it's about as dark as the first one. Um, it's yeah. got a very dark hint of red when reddish tinge at the yeah, edges. To the light. So no chemicals, additives or preservatives. So. But yeah. not some soy. <laughs> but some soy. <laughs> What are multi-barley hops? Yeah, it's the old school. Ryan Hatchkabut. Is that is that all the ingredients? That's all there is in it? Well, some of there was... Sober. Sober in it, yeah. so... Why does it say ingredients? I don't know why it's... Why list the ingredients? I don't know why it doesn't mention that. It says they have ten ingredients. So there's only three in it. Well, there could be multiples of hops. No, but it's got noodles in it. Not noodles? Well... Really? The ten ingredients is uh, uh, roasted soba. It's one. Uh, two raw Munich malt. Sorry, two row Munich malt. C- oh, got a million malt. C fifteen malt, yeah. C sixty malt, and Weyermann malt. That's five. Horizon Sterling and Cascade hops, water, and Pac-Man yeast. So that's ten. What soba? It's not the noodles, but what's? Is that not what noodles are made of? It's a flour buckwheat. Yeah. Is it another grain? It's sweet. It's sweet though. It's not barley. Is it? Yeah, right. Soba is anyway. That label is misleading. Hmm. Yeah, just it must just come out, you know, just coincidentally that because it, it is kind of a Japanese-inspired beer, and coincidentally it has a slight smell of soy in it. Well, I, I think I, it is. I don't think it's a coincidence, do you? Is yeah, it not designed to because they they brewed it for that Japanese? But how do you get? Man? How do they know that? get the smell of soy just from those ingredients you know it's like it seems a bit well and go to all that hassle to use but no it, it, it tastes good but it doesn't smell like soy sauce let's redo it because <laughs> this is an, an adapt, adaptation of an original beer ah okay this is just like this is kind of a special version of the soba ale but I don't know what that tastes like it's not black for a start oh okay I get you so this isn't in mass production this stuff uh, no, it is. All right, I think it's a special version, but it's, it's, a, special white version. Version. it's a special version. But it's the uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I. Uh, it's I, yeah. I like it. It's nice. What can I, what can you say? 
Okay, that's eight minutes, so uh, maybe we should... Uh, I've said eight minutes every time. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, repeating yeah. myself. Let's, let's score this. So let's score... Uh, this is Rogue's... Is it actually Morimoto? Is that what it's called? Uh, so, yeah, 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 Morimoto. Morimoto. It's a long uh, Black, name. Ubi Soba Ale, 5%. Mr. B. I think it's very nice. It's very similar. Well, it's a similar base to the last one, and it still makes me think of Christmas beer specials. Um, but much nicer than the last one, so I'm going to give that like a, an eight and a half. Better than the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give that an eight with the proviso that I preferred the the Munchhof, mm-hmm. but only by a tiny bit, not enough to separate between an eight and an eight. <laughs> not, not a half enough. Not a half enough. No. Okay. Fair enough. Because yeah. it's very nice beer. This this is an excellent beer. Mm. Um, but I think it's it's very nice and I'm very. It's a, you go back to it because you want to know what the tastes are. Mm. However. I don't think it's as good as the first one, and I give that an eight, so a seven and a half. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to give that a seven because it's it's fascinatingly interesting, and well, seven is not a bad score; it's a great score. But it's it gets I don't know. It, I've got a lot of salt in my mouth at the moment now. It's very kind of salty. Um, I don't know. That's a byproduct that's of a the soy sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's really yeah. strange. Uh, but it's still a very nice beer and very interesting. So yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I'd like to try more of their beers. I know that Appalachian, our local bishop, is going to get rogue beers in at some point, so he keeps done. So what did they give that one? Eight. Uh, you gave eight. that an eight, yeah. Maybe that needs to be an eight and a half. They're both. For that one? Or, or that Four. one needs to be an eight, or that one needs to be an eight and a half. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your score. You decide. What? Uh, no, make the first one an eight, eight and, and a half. half of that. They'll get yeah. beer of the year. That'll be yeah, the first one's an eight and a half. The, 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 yeah. I need to, to be a bit more okay. controlled with my score. Uh, an eight for that or an eight and a half for that? Eight and a half for the first one and an eight and a half for the last one. Okay, all right. Well, that was uh, Rogue's Morimoto Black Obasoba Ale. Trips off the tongue. And if you guys like to talk amongst yourselves, I'll work out the score for that one. And then we will maybe have, depending on how we're running, a potential bonus track. Ooh. Be, is it going to be 11 minutes, minutes of silence? Yeah. Yeah. And then Craig saying bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, bum. Take it. Bum, bum, seven. I like it. I think the first one's one, personally. Drum roll, though, please. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think maybe. I think this one's more interesting, but... Yeah. But the, the first one is better beer. Yeah. You would, you would drink a lot of that. Yeah. And that one, I would, I would drink that whole bottle easily. In fact, I'm like, where, where do we get it for our listeners? And, and from me? London. From London. I think you may have heard them. Oops. Is that, that not in Germany? I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, it's London, a suburb Germany. of Berlin. Mm. Okay, uh, thank you for filling for my <laughs> inept maths. Okay, well, we'll do it in reverse order. Uh, in fourth place was Hummel Brown, the cowboy, Schwarzbier. Shock. 48%. Not that good. In third place, Saranac Black Forest, 69%, which is a pretty good score. Strong joy. Uh, in second place was the Rogue Morimoto Obi Black Sober One Kenobi Ale, <laughs> scored 78%, which is a very good score. But the runaway winner was the first one with 84%. Which 84? Puts, yeah, I haven't put in the 0.5. You see, if you read my notes, then, then yeah, what do you expect? No, sorry. 85. 85. What's 33.5 over 40? How about 84? 84. 84, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so, 84%. That's a, a worthy winner. Yeah, it certainly is. For the uh, comeback 
Come yeah. back in a month, you're off Schwarz beer. And not only that, but that puts it in the beer of the year shop. Hey, hey. I'm, good to see, I'm glad to see that. Bumping cent- Colonel Pale Ale Centennial. Aww. Bumping Brewdog Abstract ABL1. Bumping Trist Raj. No! Oh, oh, Scottish. I can't Although, have all my beers. To be honest, we're not going to get Sierra Nevada Harvest 2009, so... No. Yeah, I think Raj oh, may Oh, don't worry, I'll try. Um, what was, what was uh, for a while there, the beer of the year was all my beers. Yeah, uh, 33 So, so, oh, so damn you. <laughs> it just goes to show to prove how awesome I am. We knew that a long time ago. Yeah. Also, uh, but, but people who, you know, just listen to me and think I'm intensely annoying don't know how awesome I am. I don't know how awesome I am. I imagine people who think you're intensely annoying will have switched off <laughs> long before the 43 minute mark. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to come back. We're going to have a bonus beer. This is not a Schwarz beer, it's a Hefeweizen. Uh, a world exclusive for the beer cast not when you listen to this of course but at the moment it is a world exclusive <laughs> that's Actually, rubbish that's what, <laughs> what use is this it's, it's, it's hopeless yeah. it was rubbish <laughs> by the time this is out you've read all about it oh, no actually probably... it's not due for release until the 16th so today is what the 4th so we may actually get this out on the 16th yes yeah. Andy Andy if you're listening um, so it could still be a world exclusive of Stuart Brewing Company's new Hefeweizen uh, we'll see you back very shortly. Shrimp-like is a taste. Well, hello and welcome back to our surprise... That's not me, man. <laughs> yep, if you've turned the podcast over, then what you get is this on the reverse side. This is our... This is a definite Bearcast exclusive. The first tasting anywhere in the world of... Well. Except it's been in the shops for like three weeks. Apart from the the guys that brewed it. Well, yeah, Yeah. Mister Stewart. Uh, You do me a disservice. No, this is the first. Who wants warm? Who wants cold? Cold. I'm I'm, right. Too late. They need to. Makes it up. Yeah. So uh, we've been drinking dark beers, but we're still sticking on a German theme with uh, a Hefeweizen. Brewed just a few miles away from us in Lonehead in Edinburgh. This is Stuart Brewing's new Hefeweizen. We got three bottles sent to us as a preview. And uh, this is a world's first try. Is it? Uh, no, it's all it's all mixed up. So. Um... It being Hefeweizen. It pours extremely fizzy. Have a, have a listen to that. Listen. <laughs> That's just exasperating. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get the uh, get the impression. It smells of apricot. We smell it, lads. Come on, Come concentrate. <laughs> Stop doing your gas impression. Not that you're not home yet, son. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Oh, there's another pop from the keyboard. That's good. It smells like not nice. Uh, yeah. So Stuart Brewing, they've got quite a few beers out now in the Edinburgh, and they're starting to push to other parts of the UK. But um, the official launch date for this new beer is the 16th of November, and we were sent these three bottles. It was delivered to my work to do a review of for the session, which is a, a monthly communal theme blogging concept. Uh, and the theme was wheat beers. So I asked, knowing that Stuart had a new wheat beer, I asked for a preview copy and we were given some. So I'm going to write about this. Well, I will already have written about this. I uh, must mention that it's the 4th of November right now. So yep. we're um, 12 days earlier than the official release date. Yep, hopefully we can time this podcast so it comes out after the 12th, or not, not so soon after the 12th. Um, it's extremely fizzy. 
Oh, I quite like the smell. It's very bananery with oh, her. It smells Belgian. Why do you, I thought you wouldn't like that? Mine doesn't smell Belgian. It smells of banana. Yeah, it's got a big banana flavour. Yeah, it? it does, but it also it has that very highly carbonated, kind of busy smell that Belgian beer has. Tastes of Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm quite. I've, I had a few uh, wheat beers oh, in the US I was quite fond of, but. I was a bit scared about the smell there. Yeah. I had. All sorts of bum-shaped words coming out of my mouth there. <laughs> That's what I thought. I mean, especially one that's slightly warmer. The, the flavours are much more advanced, and it's uh, it's really, it's actually really nice. That's pretty good. And I'm sorry if I sound surprised saying that. <laughs> um, the Stuart Brewing, they, they do a lot of their core beers, they're kind of British styles, but they have a, a more exclusive range of beers. They do a Pilsen, which it, it doesn't taste like a true Pilsen, but it's quite nice. And a, a, a Dunkel, which is really good. Uh, so yeah, we weren't sure which way this Hefeweizen was going to go. Uh, it says on the bottle that it's their take on the Hefeweizen, so it's not like a true interpretation. Tell me what this is then. So this is an unfiltered wheat beer. Right, okay. It's kind of summer style beer. Yeah, releasing it in November is, uh, uh, well... Yeah, so that's, this is what you drink in Belgium. Pretty much uh, 60% yeah. of beers in Belgium are this. Yeah. But so they're called something different. They're called Vit beers, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, North American breweries brew uh, seasonal Hefeweizen in the summer. It's quite popular. That's a German word, is it? Yeah, Hefe is yeast in German, right, Hefeweizen is white. Yeah. Same as a wit beer. Um, yeah, it's definitely a summer. summer. Even I like this. Oh my goodness. Oh my it's a hit. It, it, it tastes it, identical to Belgian beer, right? No, you know? does the, it doesn't have the... Um, don't say it, don't oh, say it. Here we go. Doesn't have the Belgian sugar. <laughs> There's something after it that it just doesn't have. I, I can't taste much. difference between Belgian beers and, and this one. But then I, I, I rubbish taste much. Well, it's like a milder version of a German beer, this one. Well, it is, but what's the alcohol? Did you, did you see the bottle and what it was? No, don't look. What can you say? It shouldn't be more than a, r- a rough five. 0.5. <laughs> Damn it, why did I line the bottles up in the other direction? 0. 0.5. 5.5. 5.5 is right, yeah. 5.5. 0.5? 0.5% is lower carbon. It's carbon, yeah. So it's quite strong. It is quite strong. Probably but then it, it, it not by Belgium. slightly Belgium so Well, that's what I'm thinking. It's not strong by Belgian standards, which is maybe why uh, my, my spade-shaped colleague prefers <laughs> it. <laughs> maybe. But the bottle has all kinds of flavours, which I'm not quite getting. Uh, it, it's a, it's got a kind of subtle spices, yeah. cloves. I see. I see the word custard cream on your notes. Yeah, that was my notes. right. Okay, it does custard creams. No, banana. Mm. Yes, subtle spices. No, no. blueberries. No. Can no. I put my hand around you? Just bananas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're we talking about. <laughs> yeah, you see, I thought that too because I've had this cold and warm. When you drink it cold, you don't get any of the other flavors. But once it warms, once it gets to room temperature, you get a lot. You do get some cloves and some spice. I'm struggling for blueberries, though, I think. Uh, no, I don't get blueberries. Caramalt. Is that not that horrible chocolate? Caramac. <laughs> is that what caramac's made of? Overdoing of caramac. <laughs> I, I think this is another Stuart specialist beer that they've said to drink cold, which you should not drink cold, because, like the, the Doppelbock, which they said drink from the fridge. No, it's, no, no. It's I much disagree, nicer I disagree with that. And yeah. this, this is served chill. I quite like it. I like it cold. Uh, I, I, I'm well, not sure one. I want to taste the more complex flavours. I think it's mm. nice just kind of... Mm. Kind of nice... Refreshing straight cold, from the straight, straight from the fridge. Can I taste it cold? Yeah, yeah. You do get a little bit of the spice and a little bit of cloves. Yeah, no, no, I think I'm, I'm thinking that's better. But still it's, more banana. It's sharper cold. I maybe yeah. prefer it cold actually. I must yeah. say. 
I'm getting a bit of clove when it's there. Yeah, yeah, bit the the spice, spice comes out. After taste, yeah, spice comes out. I think I prefer it cold. I'd say it was a summer cold beer. Strangely, in Belgium, even though they put lots and lots of flavours in their beers, they always serve them cold and fizzy and, yeah. and dingy. Mm. And they have a big, big head. Is there anything we got any caramel, any sweetness? I get caramac. Caramacs, yeah, and kind of... To an extent, yeah. Compared to the beers we've just had, though, it's kind of difficult. But yeah. Not the same. I used to eat those. <clears throat> I can't imagine <laughs> ever eating one now without being violently ill. Caramax, yeah. yeah. The, no, the first no. the first lump of a Caramax, you think, oh, that's quite nice. And then the eighth lump, you're like, oh, God, I don't <laughs> ever want to eat one of these again. It's just too much. And then... Then a year later, when you've forgotten, you go, oh, Caramax. Oh, I was going to say two hours later. When you, when you, <laughs> Do you still get them? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Oh, I haven't had one for years. No, no, no. Oh, quiet taste, Caramax. Yeah. Anyway. Didn't we have a joke once about the Caramax ferry that sails between... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, a patented beer cast joke. Then. <laughs> oh, ferry, the Caramax ferry. Well, you know what? We've talked about this, so I think we should score it. Let's stick it on the beer cast. We've not yeah, actually, yeah. we've never scored a Stuart beer, even though we've had most of them. So let's what? Go for it. Never had a Stuart beer on the beer cast. Well, they, yeah. they didn't even do bottles till last year. Ah. So uh, let's go for it, Mr. B. Give us a score for Stuart's brand new Hefeweizen, five point five percent. Not in the shops until the sixteenth of November. Um, or you can wait. No, I think it's it's um, it's a, I think it's a, 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 a good solid seven. It's uh, quite tasty. I like it. <laughs> if you're a new listener, we do have a thing about I, I like it, it's nice, seven. No, it's my fault. <laughs> well, the seven. And seven fault. in particular. I haven't given seven for a long time. I, I'm, I've branched out. Eight is the new seven. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. A? Uh, I'm going to say six. Um, I do like it, but uh, it's not my favourite beer style. I do like it. It's almost nice. Do get six. It's almost <laughs> nice. That's my. That's my. I like it. It's better than nice. It's my new. It's my new catchphrase. No, I, I think it, it's a good high phrasing, but yeah, I would. I would buy it. Well, that's all they want, I'm sure. Uh, Mister Mister Spun. Yeah, they don't care if you like it. They just want your money. In a in a in a shocking turnaround. Um, I think that's as good as the first one we had tonight. So you might. I will quite happily buy that in the shop. Quite surprised. You were at our Belgian beer special, weren't you? There's a a tiny step between this and like Orval. And it's it's for me it's a very critical step. It's it's like like Neil Armstrong step. It's like an aftertaste. (laughs) One great leap for Paul Marshall. There's no gravity in one small step from the aftertaste the is kind of at the top of the mouth and the aftertaste of the Belgian beer kind of lingers on the tongue as well as it's on the tongue bit I'm, I'm going to have to go and find out what it is aren't I and I can go and research what you're talking about <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about write in and tell us what is it that Belgian beers do to my mouth um, but yeah I, I really like that something wrong about that it's because it's German, it's not Belgian, that's why. Well, that's probably why. It? Oh, it tastes a bit Belgian. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Uh, I'm, yeah. Because I'm... You, 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 when we have a Belgian special, it's good because you're the grumpy one in the corner. Mm. Uh, no more. If, if, well, this is probably because it's not brewed in Belgium. Well, true. We should, we should secretly put in some Le Chouf in a bottle. Mm. Just add uh-huh. Le Chouf in a bottle of that and see if he likes it. Mm. Actually, that would be quite interesting, actually. Put, line up a lot of Belgian beers and then ones that kind of like Belgian beers but brewed somewhere else blind taste test them and see if I can pick them out 
Well, maybe that's an idea for a future beer cast. Uh, and that's great too. It's it's very surprising. And it does taste of bananas and caramel and caramax. And <laughs> when it gets to room temperature, <laughs> you can taste the cloves. There's a bit of pear in there as well, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's really nice. I'm gonna give that a seven and a half. Good score. That's a really good score. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was a little bonus for you there. That was uh, Stuart's brand new Hefeweizen, uh, available in select Scottish retailers. Can I <laughs> retailers? Can I change my score to seven? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. And I've come round a bit. I got a hint of pear there. Yeah, I thought oh, that's, that's an extra element. <laughs> it deserves an extra point. It's it's the it's the aftertaste. You get mm. a similar kind of yeah. I think that's it. Taste it, you get yeah, yeah. Pear. I did say oh. that I like the uh, the cold one, but actually a lot of complexity when it gets warmed. Well, yeah, very that's good. my last word. No. I like that. It's nice. I like it. It's nice. I'm just working out the score. Seventy four. That's a pretty Ooh, good score. Pretty strong. Okay, well that was a little bonus there. So uh, thank you for listening. If you are still listening, and thank you to Steve and Joe Stewart for sending us the free samples. Um, You'll be writing about this beforehand, will you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to. Well, I'm going to write about this tomorrow, uh, as in, well, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're listening to this, it will already be on the website. You can come to our website, which is uh, thebeercast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at thebeercast, or you can send us an email, thebeercast at gmail.com. Or oh, um, is it googlemail.com? No, it's Gmail. We switched. Did you? Um, I noticed someone used our official beercast email address to order Foo Fighters tickets. Um, so yeah that might be me by, by the time you join us we'll be one panel member less of the Beercast after our official inquiry as to, as to why the Beercast official email address was used to procure rock band tickets <laughs> yeah a good support lineup. I, I think, think we should launch a national inquiry yeah I think so national inquiry so I know you're wearing your Beercast t-shirts when you go uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks from another podcast thank you to the, uh, the panel and we'll see you again soon bye 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 Catty, yeah. Catty. I can't believe bum isn't on there. Bum, no bum. It's probably under meaty. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your bum tastes like XL hexanoate. Is, is bum better or worse? What's closest to bum?